So, <laughs> gotta get something here. It's Absolutely. Totally. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that uh, Johnny Ferg, who are, yeah, that's how it's meant to be heard. You know, okay. Just, just yeah. For, yeah. Uh, just for the for untrained your... non Northern yeah. Irish ear. Yes, yeah. indeed. <laughs> indeed. So, um, Phil, have you finished your almond? Um, there are a few left. A few left, okay. But the a few ones reasons that, as well. The ones that were in your mouth, which meant we had to wait for even longer before we started this <laughs> episode. Disgraceful. Yeah, they're, they're just so tasty, full of fibre. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to chew. There we go. Fair enough. Well, welcome to our latest podcast of Four Blokes Who Can't Count. Mm-hmm. It's good to be here. Uh, welcome, gents. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really good of you to host, John. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Anytime. I, I'm more than happy to host whenever you are far away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so gracious. Uh, well, that's me, John, the gracious. Yeah, I'll be my sainthood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, how are we doing? How are we doing? Uh, Hi. I'm Johnny. doing alright. You can speak to us a wee bit, but only a wee bit now. Mm-hmm. Aye, so, yeah, things are taking on alright. I um, To be fair, I actually had a shocker of a day today. I just okay. could not shocker of a day. A shocker. Um, it was. I just um, couldn't focus for the life of me. I don't know what <laughs> was going on. Uh, so I was thoroughly unproductive. Um, oh, okay. So um, yeah. yeah. I, you you used w- the podcast as a, a an opportunity for confession. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, Dad, listen to this. <laughs> Dad and, and two siblings now as well. Um, yeah. No, it was it was one. It was to the extent that um, no, I, I got caught up on a on a couple of calls early on and actually didn't okay. make it in and I didn't make it into the office at all. Uh, so okay. just worked from home all day. Um, okay. It was it was one of those ones. I've I've sort of had a few of those mornings where you get caught before you know, I got uh, before I get to leave the house. And and then you caught into it for an hour or two, and it ended up lunchtime, and I was like, oh, screw going up to the to the office. I'll, I'll just stick around base and and try and finish this off. But yeah, can I check? Did you do a let's eat in night then too as well? So you you food let's you ordered food into the house and everything. So it no, has not been even literally just sitting in that spot that you're very much in right at the moment. Work yes. here, podcast here, and I'm going to get them to deliver. <laughs> No, it's it's one that the delivery options in Cumber aren't aren't to my um, aren't to my liking. Um, um, uh, I I'm not really a Chinese eater, and um, unless I'm out with folks, and that's sort of uh, okay. Yes, I'll do that. Um, mm. And then yeah, the others aren't really up. I'm not really up for. So okay, fair enough. Fair enough. No. So you had to, you had to do something for yourself today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, but it was it was lazy food. It was like grilled bacon and <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Gl- glorified uh, bacon sandwiches. Effectively, was was dinner. Um, glorified, oh. glorified in that um, I had. With brioche, no, no, not even, not even. I'd, I'd had folks round. I'd had folks round last weekend, 
Um, the, hip, and... the hip hipster millennial Johnny. Yes, sword yeah. bread. <laughs> no, bit of avocado um... and salt at the side. <laughs> Squeeze of lemon. Not even. That, that, that all sounds. Squeeze of lemon with no, I don't know. Um, so. <laughs> no, it was it was literally just I had a, a there'd been a, a stick of garlic bread in the fr- in the fridge. Okay. And the fridge rather than the freezer, and it sort of needed use, so we stuck that in the oven, and yeah. and open top bacon on top, basically, and it was just it was nice, and it was tasty, but it was not really, sort of, terribly filling. good. It was it was filling. It was fine. Okay. It just yeah. wasn't. It just wasn't, in any way, thoughtful or particularly good for me or any okay. of that stuff. Okay. So, yeah. it was yeah. Garlic's good. Yeah, but it was it's sort of the garlic that you get on on a stick of garlic bread from yeah, so it's yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it's it's not it's not really fresh garlic or, or that sort of thing, so Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But no. Yeah. So you had a shocker of a day, in other words, it wasn't that the day treated you bad, it was that you treated I the day treated bad. the day badly, yeah. That's okay. it, absolutely. Okay. So yeah. You can take this opportunity to apologise, like if you want. <laughs> I have a few hours left in a day's life. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, you I... could, you could deem it in the next, like, wee while. Yeah. yeah. But but then but then again, we're as if that we're to redeem the time because the days are evil. So the, doing the day badly isn't a bad thing, really, is it? Did I get that quote right? I'm going to go with uh, you just fulfilling prophecy. Okay. Yeah. 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 You made the day evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they were inherent. The day was inherently that. Um, oh, okay. So now no. you're blaming the day again, rather than yeah. you. Yeah. I, okay. It was definitely yeah. on my fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bart, the Bart Sim- the Bart Simpson. <laughs> what me? That was near. I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Phil, yeah. how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, quite a bit going on, as usual with with work. Pressing on with my music. It's oh, getting what? Hard. Wait, what? Do you do music? I do. Have <laughs> I ever not? Have I not talked about it? <laughs> not not with us for at least a week. Maybe a little bit more than that. Yes, I'm. I'm that that might also have been because we haven't sort of spoken, spoken for a while together yeah. for for that period of time. But yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, but yeah, music is is going well. Have not done a lot recently. With well, yep. the last week or so, I was away. I was in London for work, and that was quite an insightful week. Okay. I got to go to two events and. I'll probably talk about one of them. In your, in, in, in your three is in, in the C section, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because C Good. is for conference. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, I spoiled it. I should have just. I you just couldn't wait. wait. I yeah. should have. Yeah. yeah. You definitely could have teased that out even more. A, I should have. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. the imp- uh, impulsive nature of film. Yeah. Okay. And John, yeah. you've gone quiet again. Yeah. That's me putting that microphone out of the way so we could take a drink. Yeah. Uh, yep. Was it yeah, tasty? So. Uh, yeah, cloudy lemonade. Nice, nice. So, which yeah, is but not, that's that's not, going good. So three things yeah. and three things and my life would be, I guess that keep me busy would be yeah, of course, work, and I don't. My family doesn't keep me busy. They are my core. Um, okay. 
So just to clear that up. Yeah. So three things. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a wonderful wee bit of wordplay. Brilliant. Well played. Yeah. <laughs> three things. <laughs> three things. Just to be clear, Nicole, yeah. yes. Nadrian, Miles, if you're listening, I yeah. love you. You're amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. You you complete me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so work music and yeah, I'm still writing, still writing um the books as well. This is okay. the um, the follow up to the uh, yeah. Kingdoms of Celebration. Yeah, Kingdoms of Celebration. Yeah. So this cool. second book is called Nia and the Northern Runner. Okay. Yeah. And it's a bit of an older older book. Okay. Is that where Move Fire came from the north today? <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, I, I was going to ask if, if they were from Korean or something, but <laughs> yeah. Well, his dad might have been. Okay. So it's that. It's yeah. So his dad was from the Northern Kingdom. His mum was from the Central Kingdom of Fragrant Flowers, um, and he's the runner between those two kingdoms. Okay. Um, but go. unfortunately, the North the some of their jewels go missing and he becomes the likely suspect. Ooh. Mm. And that's where the story goes. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. The Northern Runner. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Phil, you're you're a remarkably productive man. You know. Uh, Well. (laughs) Just. Yeah. I, I have my moments of just. Yeah. Sitting and watching things on a television screen as well. Yeah, but I still. Do. But the fact no, that they're I... moments rather than days is, is a <laughs> okay, <laughs> big upgrade. Yeah, so. <laughs> big upgrade on me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm doing a lot yeah. of thinking while while the TV's on. But yeah, 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 you yeah. know. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a whole sense of uh, getting it getting. From thoughts to yeah. application, yeah. <laughs> productivity, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw Philip uh, Pullman said something about writers. He said, "You know, the only way to break to break writers' block is to sit at your desk." Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that's really good, you know, because some people, some writers would say, "Oh, I have writers' block. I'm going to go clean the house. I'm going to go okay. walk the dog. Yeah. I'm going to go for a run." Yeah. He said, no, if you have writer's block, sit at your desk and start to write. Figure it out. Don't move. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were told that when I was, well, I didn't ever finish it, but when we st- I started a master's um, All right. degree and they, uh, one of the tutors said, well, just write, just start writing. Yeah. If you're not really sure how to start, you're not really sure where it's going, just start writing because eventually you'll start to write stuff which I mean, might have to filter out a lot of things. But yeah. you, you'll yeah, yeah, start yeah. To, you and you won't lose sort of the habit and practice of writing. Yep. Um and just that you know, it may not be narrative at the or at that or point. E- essay yeah. at that point, but it'll get there. And that, I guess that's what Pullman's saying there. Yeah, well. you know, just yeah. just start writing. But, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I've I've sort of added to that and say, well, even if I'm not writing content, I want to at least write what I want to write about. So I start to put um, okay. structure and and just a bit a few notes of this is what could happen here, or okay. make notes of this is the emotion I want the reader to feel mm. on this yeah. page, yeah. and and that really does help when you. 
structure it that way. Groovy. Okay. Cool. Yep. Groovy. So, yep. Really, your a lot of what your catch up is then is going to be at the C section anyway, as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because that that's sort of general overview, another wee bit of overview of Phil's life. Yeah. <laughs> And, and John, how, uh, before we get into the C section, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm doing okay. We are um, looking forward to getting away at half term. Um, we're heading over to Rome. Oh uh, yes, so, wow. yeah, we're heading to Rome. All five. Uh, so, yeah, all five. Um, so um, by the time we're back, or by the time this is released, we will be back in the house. So anybody who has ul- ulterior motives yeah. and thinks, "Ooh, there's an empty mount, so I could steal stuff from." <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Just it's for for. I have to say this. You know, do you know what? That's the kind of this is the kind of thing that the insurance company. If you if the house was broken into, yeah. Um, the insurance company would be checking out that kind of thing. They check out your Facebook yeah. feed and all that kind of stuff nowadays to make sure that if yep. you've been advertising the fact you've been away, right? Um, then they go well. Look, uh, people were able to pick you up. You made the it fact easy. You yeah. made it easy. Okay. You're publicising things, so that's hence why I, I'm saying that. Anyway, but yeah, we're going um, and we're going to have a day in Vatican City. We're going to have a day at, at Pompeii, and mm-hmm. we're going to go to like the Trevi Fountain and all these kind of different uh, yeah. sightseeing yep. places. Coliseum, and Coliseum, yeah, yeah. And there's there's a place I can't remember. It's another place which is quite well known, but it's actually become a cat sanctuary now. Okay. Um, yeah, it it uh, but it's oh, is just that the it, the island. What's it called? A bit of an island. Okay, maybe. I um, think so. But it's it's uh, it's an old ruins um, cool. of yep. uh, of a church, I believe, and uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's all these wild cats are now kept there, um, which is remarkable. So I don't know if they're. I don't know whether it's a safe thing to go and say hello to the cats <laughs> or not, but anyway. Yeah. Well, fine. Rome is good, though. I, yeah. I didn't okay. that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. No. So yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, okay. And since the last time, to be fair, it's been uh, some of the business meetings of the church and those kind of um, activities that tend to take place um, mm. along the way. But actually, they they ended up getting postponed because of uh, pretty stormy weather. Um, uh, yeah, frosty weather Sorry and stuff. Weather. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I am trying my best to ignore that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so, a yeah, um, response. Like, in a sense, in a sense, it's just been kind of life has been ticking along. Yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah's not been so well. I suppose I should say that too. Yeah. Oh. Not, not been so well over the last wee while. So Sarah, but um, mm-hmm. all being well, she'll be back on her feet again soon. So. There we go. Yep. Yep. So we're looking forward to it all. Um, but there's not not a huge amount of headlines from this part of the world. No. But Rome will be oh. will be fantastic, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I should have a few a few headlines from there. I would say. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Your your meeting with the Pope will be fun. It will. He's a, um, he's a good spud. I, I he oh, yeah. seems he seems to come across that way for sure. Yeah. 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 Get your yeah. Latin ready for him. Uh, yeah. Um. Not that fluent, but uh, I could brush up on my first and second year. Th- well, first, second, and third year. Goodness, of three years of Latin from Bethany from my secondary school education. Goodness, oh, yeah, three years. That was that was a, a bullet I was very glad to dodge. Um, and yeah. going to Sullivan, it was. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, basically, Indio Fidesz. Good for you. Yep. Um. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, I can, I can remember so little of it. Uh, you know, I think about the one word I can remember is puer, which is meant to be boy, but of course we just thought it meant it was like you were saying poor. Standard look. Yeah, yeah, it was like. <laughs> sir, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I yeah. Anyway, there you go. I think I'll do. I'll do. Um, I. It's not a very exciting uh, venture. This one. We'll do better uh, next time. For me. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will try. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you later on, I'll suddenly go open up my ears. Really should have said that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff. Really, 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 this really life-changing event. Yeah. That you've something. Ever done. Yeah. 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 Well. Look, folks, uh, we'll move on uh, to our C section, as uh, mm-hmm. the part of our podcast where we take, uh, I guess, any word beginning with C, and we uh, attach a thought, uh, 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 and then have a bit of chat around that. To, to see it. what so, I see. <laughs> <laughs> so, because today uh, our podcast, is he may just talk over the top of him. Yeah, it's, um, it's the appropriate move. <laughs> Um, because our podcast today is uh, entitled This is Johnny Ferg um, uh, or Johnny Ferg who are you Um, then uh, Johnny we'll come to you first actually for the C section um, if that's okay so Johnny yeah uh, so my C um, was well I was gonna I was gonna make my C decoration um, because I've been decorating bits of my house uh, and I know it's not a C, so we'll go with change. Um, yeah. Ah, okay. Phew. So, Good. I know. <laughs> that, <laughs> properly, that properly stressed you out. No. <laughs> like he's spoiling everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the degree to which I want to reject your alliteration. <laughs> so, um, no, it's it's one... Yeah, over the, over the last week and a bit, I have... Uh, been about the work of decorating and building furniture, and um, mm. I said, whenever I say decorating, I employed someone to paint stuff because that is my least mm. favorite job in the world. Um, okay. But then, yeah, so I have um, all but finished um, sorting out a home office and my spare room, and um, yeah, uh, and getting curtains on all the other bits of uh, windows and doors and stuff that never had them for, for about a year. So mm-hmm. it's it's one that, I, yeah, my, my sisters are now commenting that it's like a proper house now, Johnny. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's sort of been the last week in a bit. Um, and it's one that I have... It's both been good to get that moving forward, but it's also mangled my head a wee bit. So um, all a wee bit... Yeah, I'm. Yeah, no, that's not my favorite stuff to do. So, yeah, the funny comments being made. I just couldn't see. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. Thing. So uh, rather yeah. than rather than actually say it on the actual yeah. podcast, say so as he did. Yeah, I just thought I would put it on uh, on cast um, instead. You know, so thankfully, it, no nobody will know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really smooth. Yeah. Yep. No, it's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So, so anyway, 
So you you you're actually becoming a grown up, is what you're telling us. Yeah, yeah. we'll go with that. Aye. Yeah. I figure I figure at thirty seven, it's probably about time. Like. Yeah. 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 I change. In yeah. whenever I was in my goodness, I was in second year at uni, um, which for me meant I would have been twenty two. Is that this decade a, or this this uh, century? Uh, no, no, okay, no. Um, so, but it was uh, <clears throat> we were in the house for sharing. Um, There's two other guys called Ian. Both were Ian. Okay. Um, and, then, and then, and uh, 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 then Sally was there too. Uh, and Sally, so I remember Sally saying to us, um, "You know that adolescence is now estimated to run till 27." Um, in blokes. Whoa! Uh, I, I, and all three of us. Our response was, "We'll see about that." <laughs> <laughs> so here, Johnny, you know, twenty-seven, thirty-seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just push the boundaries. Push the boundaries. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, but that's cool. It's always good to get a bit of change into into your life, um, especially tra- change that you want to orchestrate yourself as well. Yeah, and, and are happy about. Which is good. So you're yeah. happy with the result? Pretty much. Yeah, it's it's one that there's gonna need to be another sort of um, unpacking of all the stuff that had been packed to get out of the road, which is a yeah. prospect that I haven't quite engaged with fully yet. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that'll maybe happen over the next couple of weeks. But okay, um, okay, yeah, all fun and games. Fair enough. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm. Yeah. So, do you have a hi- are you going to do a housewarming again? You know, just another reason to show up to have a party. <sighs> that sounds like more effort than I know. Yeah. No, it's it's one I in, in a legitimate sense I have been deliberately having folks around more often over the last wee while anyway. So. And, cool. and the downstairs has been sorted out to a good extent for a wee while. Um, mm-hmm. There's a couple of wee things to finish off, but it's one that it's more the upstairs that my room was sort of functional, and then uh, the the rest of it I hadn't done much. So it's just yeah, cool. uh, sort of expanding room by room. So yeah, yeah, grand job. All, f- nice. all fun and games. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So well done. Ta. So that's. The- that's the C. Yeah. C. Okay. Change. Changes. Sorry. <laughs> so, Phil, uh, you had teased suitably um, in in your intro. Yeah. Uh, what what's what's your C? Yeah, my C is conference. Strange enough, the conference was also called the Change Forum, so it was all about change as well. Um, but I found it quite insightful. Really, really a good time. A good few set of set of talks um one of the talks that made the biggest impact on me was a talk from a guy who was the vice president of product at netflix oh cool and he was just going through their their process of why why he thinks they're so loved and it was a statement of (laughs) it was a very american talk by as well It was a statement, something they call customer obsession. Okay, okay. And customer obsession is doing things they ask themselves, are they going to love it when they make choices? 
so if they're if they are changing things on their website if they are creating new film if they are changing the way they do recommendation which which was quite insightful as well they they focus a lot on how much joy, how much delight is this, is this going to bring to our audience. Yeah. And the other thing is that delight trumps margin is their yeah. statement. Okay. So they okay. they will make choices based on how much delight it's going to bring to their customers. Yeah. Um, that when they look at the the investment they have to make it does not make financial sense it it incurs a some loss yeah okay but they will do it anyway and it pays for itself because it it then boosts the brand uh, okay and yeah. you know having the brand having the reputation and the trust and the the delight in the brand is is worth more yeah than you know okay Doing being very thrifty and frugal. Yeah, okay. Your in, the, in the subscription model, well. it's uh, you're, you're, It's not about the individual um, units so much. It's more about the overall delight that folks have in, in the experience. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing that was really, I thought was was quite clever from their um, test that they did was that they discovered. You know, gathering information about people and so on actually does not improve your recommendations. So if you say, yeah. okay, these folk are from Northern Ireland or from Dundonald, wherever they're, they're from, therefore they should like um, a, a X movie. I wouldn't. Put it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to try to label it, it's but they'll they'll like this movie. Yeah. For example, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, um, the phone or the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I've seen that one. That's yeah. Class. I love the. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they found that doesn't work. The only thing, so what they've they've stopped, you know, using information about people to to classify their taste. The only thing that they use is what has that individual watched. And all the profiling they do is now on their content. Yeah. So they find similarity um, be- between their content and the only recommendations they make are here's yeah. something similar. Okay. And that similarity could be based on actor, could be based on genre, could be based on setting. Yeah. You know, whatever their similarity algorithm calculates. So I just found that really um, refreshing that when you make choices in your business that are that don't exploit and manipulate people yeah um mm. and that seek to bring them joy and value your business actually prospers and does well mm. oh, it's interesting pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. i can't think of anything else to ask <laughs> around that that just <laughs> seems like a complete section on something that's amazing it does no that, that Good that's work. really cool Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that um, yeah, give me a burst of energy. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. It's yeah. very it, there's something very resonant with that, and that a lot of uh, sort of leadership mm-hmm. uh, uh, thinking now in the corporate world is shifting towards the servant leadership, 
And so there, there's a shift inside that corporate world towards a servant yep. leadership, which models, um, you know, how you do the work and so on and so forth. And that's fascinating. And, yeah. And then, then if that's happening, it's it's like they're 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 figuring this out themselves. It's not that they're going to biblical texts and then figure, finding yeah. out, but they're they're figuring out by by practice. And it's yeah. like Netflix is figuring out through practice that actually things which are now actually quite resonant and aligned with with scripture that's kind of cool it, it is it is fun actually that term servant leadership that mm. came up today one of my dear colleagues is um a, a gamer and okay he's he's part of a a, a gaming organization mm. which is a very and he was taking me through i was it was really enlightening. I didn't recognize how organized gaming communities are okay. in terms of the, the structure, um, the financing. It, it is a fascinating thing that I want to find out a bit more about. But within their code of ethics, he showed me, well, all the leadership is about, and he showed me the term servant leadership. I was like, hey, okay. you yeah. know, that's a, a sort of a, a Christian principle. Okay. And when we searched on the when he searched on the internet because he's yeah. he's not a Christian he he would declare himself as as probably atheist yeah okay um and when you search for a servant leader it does show a picture of a of a cross and and the root of that yeah. terminology okay um I just found it fascinating how you know when we move away from scripture and start to explore and test and create experiments to prove what's the best way to treat people it starts to lean back towards um scripture yeah. or what's the yeah. best way to form community and um and engage together yeah yeah i i there was a there's a verse that i, I sort of always sort of resonated with me um where i think it, i think it was jesus who's um saying whenever he'd been challenged about um casting out a demon i think on the sabbath and it was um uh, and that he was being challenged about his the the um the veracity or the rightness of his ministry it was it was one that his comment was a kingdom divided against itself would fall <laughs> sorry is that a wee bit clear yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, but uh, yeah. So he, the his comment was a kingdom divided against itself will, will fall, um, and okay. and my sense had always been that that was talking about the kingdom of um, of uh, the enemy, um, and mm-hmm. and and how it's a, a self defeating and self um, destructive kingdom that he's building there. Um, but it's it's something that also whenever we're talking about leadership um, it's something that leadership uh, that works well is leadership that serves the the individuals involved but also the overall goal of the organization um, yeah. and that, that yeah. thing that I, I, I find those words to be a very prophetic and, and rich statement that a kingdom divided against itself will fall um, and they're mm-hmm. just those layers that you can you can sort of um, tease that out to, um, you know, and, and that's, that there's a sense that in all the things that we're doing and all the organizations that we're working in, uh, there's got to be um, 
a, a sense in which what we're doing has to um, has to work within its uh, its own situation. There, we can't be self-destructive in terms of we can't be destroying one part of ourselves to to achieve this other end goal. Um, there's got to be a balance that we we sort of work with, and we got to hold ourselves in in that uh, in that sen- in that sense and look after ourselves. Um, yeah. Now the doing of that is much easier than the saying of that, but um, mm. it's one that that it's sort of been a thought that keeps coming back to me. Um, and in, in yeah. that picture of servant leadership and in that picture of sort of customer focus, um, it's it's one that. Yeah, there there is that sense in which we want to honour and um, and add dignity to to all the part all the um, people who are involved in this system because that's when the system works best. Stakeholders, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. So anyway, that is. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. What about you for a scene, um, John? Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Contemplation. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. here we go. On Saturday, uh, we had a district prayer day uh, up, in, up in the wonderful city of Derry. Um, mm. And uh, Carlisle Road Methodist Church. It wasn't a, it wasn't a big gathering, um, but there was different uh, areas that we could go to or we, we went to. Uh, we were split off into three different groups, and so we went into um, areas. One which was just a traditional prayer kind of yeah. meeting mm-hmm. where we sit around and, um, and pray for things. Uh, one was uh, a prayer room. <coughs> And then the other was uh, the a centering prayer, uh, which is it not contempl- uh, contemplative prayer? It's easy for you to say. Uh, stream, uh, yeah. So they say. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Um, and so yeah, it was it was not the first time I've done like centering prayer or uh, engaged with that uh, and that contemplation um, or contemplative uh, uh, practice. Uh, but the, the lady who was leading it this time. Uh, on Saturday, and to, to be fair, I was not excited about going up to this day because I, I thought, was getting. Up. I thought you'd gotten over your dairy intolerance. No, no, no. It was nothing to do. Nothing to so do. With good. It. It, was, it was yours, <laughs> Phil. I'm, I'm, I know, but it just sounds so much better coming back at you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke that I have brought up in other contexts since. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, no, it, it was less to do with the location and more to do with the fact that it was a Saturday yeah, no, and it began at ni- it began at nine thirty, yeah. and so I was leaving the house at around about eight o'clock um, to to go to this, um, which was which when I get was fine. I, I, and but there was a certain amount of uh, duty calls as opposed to mm. um, desire yeah. um, and passion for it but it yeah. was it was a it was a good day um it was it certainly uh it certainly did no harm like you know uh, but it was it was a day where it was good to get away and it was good to to, to be i guess pushed into the practices again mm-hmm. um, yeah. but the lady who was leading uh the 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 content of uh the centering prayer because I really do struggle with saying yeah. that word apparently <laughs> tonight okay. anyway. Yeah. Uh, but the centering prayer, um, she actually is one of the leaders of a group in uh, the city of Derry for a contemplative prayer, 
Um, and well done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> feel like a wee fanfare should have gone off there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Wee patronising. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best patronising comments I've heard in a while. <laughs> Loved it, Phil. Loved it. <laughs> So, yeah. Anyway, uh, this this lady uh, Jan, um, she um, she was just uh, leading us through, and there wasn't a long time, so there was only you know for her to, for us to, to be in that. So she talked for a few uh, for a wee while, and then she you know sort of said, "Look, um, we really we're only going to do ten minutes in silence." Uh, um, but she was saying, like obviously in that time, all kinds of thoughts are going to come into your head, mm-hmm. uh, and actually the the biggest struggle that people have in this kind of experience is how am I going to fill this time am I doing it right um, what am I going to you know wh- what's coming up and then then berating yourself for having thoughts about dinner yeah. or for me it was am I going to get home in time for kickoff for <laughs> the Ireland Scotland match um, oh, right. yeah. uh, and things like that uh, did you but she said the most uh, I did just well I did just about but um, it was recording anyway yeah, on Skype yeah, yeah. so I just sort of watched it as live yeah, yeah. Um, a, a phrase I've learned from a friend um, <laughs> it means it, it's, it means it's not quite it's not, it's not quite live just in case you're wondering yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I yeah she 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 said one of the th- she said something there which was really um, I guess freeing uh, she said just let them be. Just let the thoughts be. Don't don't worry about Whoa. them. Just let them be. Um, and and the thing now she didn't go on to say this, but the thing that I immediately felt in that was that it was a, a thing of, do you know, God's interested in that too. Yeah. And so God, God is interested in you enough to to be interested that you're struggling as to whether you're doing it right or wrong. Yeah. You know, he's interested in you enough to know, uh, and he knows you enough to know, John, that you want to get home in time for the fo- for the rugby kickoff and watch the game. Um, he knows you well enough to know that you're wondering about how on earth am I going to manage to get sermons written or uh, that kind of stuff. He knows you well enough that you're wondering about whether you get time to actually see your family over the next few days and so yeah. on. Uh, but just that that idea that. When we sit in silence before God, that the thoughts that come into our mind don't have to necessarily be deemed distractions yeah. from doing prayer properly, but yeah. actually, if we embrace them, they are the most proper um, and like pure prayer potentially that you ever have with God, because you actually start talking to Him about the things that you are actually genuinely thinking about. So it yeah. become it frees you to be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's. No, yeah. yeah, that's that is liberating. That's Best great. Not be from. Yeah, something. yeah. I yeah. feel like I can't yeah. say that, but, but yeah, I don't bring enough. Sweat. Yeah. yeah, no, but it's <laughs> right. No, you're actually just now going towards gibberish here. <laughs> so I just I'll bring. Yeah, yeah. well, so yeah. Uh, but then yeah. I can't say contemplative. Without having to think hard, <laughs> and, and it's okay. It is. <laughs> God loves you and is interested in you enough, John, to know. Yeah, he <laughs> did it well that last time. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. I know, and he gives you other words. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there's my C uh, contemplation. Um, nice. The centering prayer. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, it was, uh, and so yeah. While I went up 
to uh, the wonderful city of Derry with a certain amount mm -hmm. of... <laughs> um, by the time um, I left, I had that little gem, a wee nugget to take away. Super. So it was worth it. worth it. Yeah. Anyway, we should uh, get on to the man of the hour. Um, I'll mm -hmm. try not maybe. to take that long. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's that's the maximum we're getting with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, th and then we'll hang up. <laughs> and the music will yeah, play. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, just crash it with the top of the jump. Yeah. yeah. So uh, tonight, as I said earlier, it's all about Mr. Ferguson. Um, uh, so, uh, Johnny, yeah. uh, welcome to the podcast. It's good to have you with us. Is this your first time? <laughs> Feels like it. <laughs> there you go. So, Johnny, uh, as we've started the other uh, two interviews, name, age, height, job, family. Okay. So, name. So, Johnny Ferguson, or Jonathan. Uh, uh, is, yeah. Do you have a middle? Yes. Uh, middle name? Jonathan Edward. Um, so, oh, Ed, Ed, oh, Edward yeah. is the family name. So, my. Yeah. My granddad was yeah. Eddie. My dad it goes by Harry, but is Edward Hugh Harriet. Um, oh, so wow. yeah, uh, and so yeah, I'm, do you, have you have you ever been called Jeff? Um, I for a little while, yeah, as like a yeah. nine year old, I thought that that was okay. going to be the yeah. cool nickname that I had. Um, yeah. I regretted yeah. that by the time I was ten. Um, okay, and, yeah. and then I changed schools <laughs> shortly after, so it didn't yeah. follow me, and I was quite. Okay, like, Jed or Jeff. Jeff? Jeff, Jeff, Jonathan Edward Ferguson. Is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Penny dropped. Yeah, uh, I did. <laughs> um, so very good. Yeah, so yeah, age. Uh, I am thirty-seven as of uh, the thirty-first yeah, of January. Right. There. So yeah, we we well done. we recorded the day after your the birthday, didn't we? I the last time we did, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. sang. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We sang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a special, special <laughs> moment that explains that explains why we are no longer in BCGC. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you guys left voluntarily. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what the story is. <laughs> yeah, that's what Marie yeah, yeah. told us to say. <laughs> yeah. It's it's more dignified that way, guys. It's it, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> okay. Height. I am six foot. There you go. Uh, job. I uh, run a business with my dad, uh, brother, and sister, selling computer systems mm. into the agricultural industry. Um, there we go. So yeah, I like it. yeah. And uh, and then one which I think actually we we, we should dwell on a little further, <laughs> family, uh, simply because this uh, I I I reckon Phil would agree that family is a big part of Jonathan Ferguson's life. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. In Ferguson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely one of the stands. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I am the eldest of five siblings. I'm single, don't have any kids. Um, mm -hmm. But I, yeah, and uh, my mum and dad are, well, I work with my dad, have done for about 
15, 16 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, 16 years, flip me. Um, and uh, it's it's one, um, yeah, we're, we're a pretty tight family. Um, and right. I, so that that's that's sort of where we'll start. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, were you close to your mum when you were born? I, intrinsically linked, <laughs> I think would be the, the appropriate term. Um, Sorry. <laughs> it was either that or I was born at a very young age. That, that was sort of, it was yeah, going to be yeah, one yeah. of those lines. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It feels like I've, yeah. I've heard someone say, some it was someone's birthday and someone said, Oh, I forgot you had a birthday this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good. And the, the, this yeah. person had very fair hair. Um Yeah. Yeah. No. Um yeah, so um yeah. I suppose the the uh, the thing uh, to when we're talking about this, obviously we talk every week uh, or whenever we get together and chat uh, about yeah. mm-hmm. about our faith and the context for that mm. and and something of yeah. what's mm-hmm. informed that. So um, I think probably given a wee bit of context uh, for who my family are and what the the crack yeah. is is, yeah. is probably appropriate again. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I mean, I guess we're okay. The tongue in cheek kind of comment, but uh, I mean. I, We've heard, I guess, over the last number of podcasts about how important your dad's been in your spiritual formation and who you are, mm-hmm. just in general. Yeah. Um, we've heard uh, you uh, uh, slag off your mum on a few occasions. <laughs> I, I don't quite remember it that way, but <laughs> I think I think yeah, I think just identify I, that we're different people and. <laughs> And, and process things Tactical. in very different ways. Different yeah. ways. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I jest. But no, just that the, evidently your mum and dad both play quite a significant part. And then other stories throughout this, uh, these last couple of months as we've been recording have, have circled back into family and the importance of your uh, relationships with your sisters and your brother. Um, and so, you know, that... That, that's I guess where I where I was pushing them. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what you're saying the context. I well, it's context. it's one that um and we sort of touched and and uh, the nature of this chat is we we sort of get into theologically where 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 I would stand on things, but it's it's one that uh, from a background point of view, my mum and dad have um both sort of came through um into uh, what would have been the charismatic movement, but they'd been part of uh, part of the Pentecostal movement that had come before that, and um, mm-hmm. and sort of engaged with with some of that charismatic stuff in uh, in a slightly different way than maybe some of the folks around them because they'd seen that initial uh, sort of move of the spirit, uh, and 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 it was something that. As a result of that uh, sort of stepping in through through different bits, I and I'm not really articulating that terribly well, but it's it's something that I'm sort of conscious that we have as a family uh, been 
probably drawn together and tighter because uh, because we have felt somewhat other uh, to the different uh, okay. churches that we've been part of and uh, sort of mm. communities that we've been in mm. in terms of the uh, the um, the sort of theological position that we would sort of have held and not even just that but the posture um in that in that situation um so it's something like for for me how that played out was um i grew up in cfc at uh at strand town in east belfast and it was one that um sorry that that's christian fellowship church sorry Christian yeah. Fellowship Church. Now, important. Uh, but yeah. it, it's it's one that um, we I would have uh, from pretty much birth through till I was maybe eleven or twelve had been involved there. Um, but it's one the last mm-hmm. uh, two or three years of that my um, my parents would have felt somewhat uneasy uh, with it because um, they CFC had experienced uh, what became known as the Toronto, Toronto blessing. Um, and okay. it was one that, for my mum and dad, um, they had seen uh, this sort of this a lot of the eccentricities that, that um, happened within that type of a move of God um, in the seventies and in the sixties. Um, more with my dad, um, he would have observed a lot of that stuff and had sort of mm. we're doing this again and. Yeah. And it was one that there was a lot of, as I look on it now, there was a lot of good stuff happening, but it was something that in the midst of that, there was a lot of stupid stuff going on. Um, but that, that that's okay. that's also, and stupid's probably overstating it. Um, but, but it was one that at that stage, yeah. uh, we as a family, we had stepped away from CFC for a period of time. Okay. Um, and it, it was okay. it was sort of in that context. Um, and, and coming back to CFC myself as an adult, um, whenever I was uh, probably about twenty, twenty-one, something in that sort of range, um, it was okay. it was something that I I ended up in a connect group with Paul Reed uh, leading it, uh, who was the, the pastor for a long time at CFC, um, mm-hmm. and I remember him telling me two stories about my dad uh, from whenever uh, whenever they were younger. The first one uh, was um, that whenever we had left CFC um, initially. Uh, Paul had said that my dad was the only person who'd written a formal letter of resignation and blessing the church um, as okay. he left, yeah. um, which which right. was something that um, that I, as as a young adult at that stage, it was like this is and this is also the sort of thing that my dad never communicates, and never talks about, um, but it was mm-hmm. it sort of and. It's it's one it rings true of of the guy who was very careful to make sure things were done right, um, and right. and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in a dignified fashion, in an honourable fashion, um, and yeah. and sort of blessing the folks that that he would have shared fellowship with. Um, so okay. it it was something that he had. So Paul told me that that wee story. He also told me, and this is more about my grandparents, um, but. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Paul had um, uh, Paul and his his family had originally come from I think a, a brethren background, um, and then came, oh, then came yeah. into the the baptism of the spirit and 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 were part of some charismatic groupings for a period of time. But Paul's sister um, had 
met and fallen, fallen in love with a, a German fellow who'd been involved with, I think, YWAM um, at the time. And they were okay. they were determined to be married, but Paul's mum and Paul's dad had been out of the picture for a period. Paul's mum wouldn't hear of this. Um, and my, my, my grandparents were, uh, well, these guys are going to do it anyway, so they're going to get married anyway. Um, so let's yeah. actually honour it and celebrate it. Um, and it was one that, mm-hmm. that they yeah. hosted the wedding at our farm. Oh. Uh, and, okay. and it was it was one that uh, so okay. that that was a, a, a again to me it rang true of who I knew my grandparents to be um, that they, that they were so, so many. Yeah, I was just curious how, how many generations about this the farm. Um, the we know that there have been Fergs at the farm for. Uh, 150 years, um, and the okay. uh, the sort of core bit of the farmhouse um, probably dates back about 300 years um, in total. So, um, but yeah, we we've Fergs have been there for about 150, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so that that was sort of that was the context that I was born into, and and it was something that um, in terms of the um, the sort of charismatic or Pentecostal the- theology, the act- active yep. moving of the gifts of the Spirit in our experience, that would have been uh, something that uh, my granda uh, would have come into into that experience in the mid-50s. Um, prior to that, mm-hmm. he would have been um, a, um, a Sunday school teacher and a... Um, uh, and on on the board of different faith mission groups around around the hills or um, in Craig Antlet where where the farm is based, um, and it was one that whenever he came into the things of the spirit, um, he was um, basically kicked out of or relieved of all those various uh, responsibilities. Um, okay. And it was it was something mm-hmm. that, um, and I, I think that that has in both a, a good and a bad way marked us um, as a family. It was something that uh, later on um, he was part of an Assemblies of God Pentecostal church um, and a trustee on, on on that because we were one of the few families that had any any uh, sort of equity um, in, in the farm, even mm-hmm. though mortgage against it, all that sort of thing. But it was one that my grand, yeah. grand was a trustee um, and in the early stages of the Pentecostal movement, um, the the minister in that Assemblies of God uh, church ended up, um, I say ended up, at one stage had slept with half the women in the church. Was the oh, was, was what was referred to, or was the story I was told anyway, and um, and the uh, the group of elders challenged them about this. You've got a leave leave your post he was adamant no i'm not going to they all resigned uh, but my granda was a trustee and they wouldn't let him resign his trusteeship um so whenever they missed a mm-hmm. payment on the mortgage uh, the bailiffs were up at the farm um and and it was an ongoing stress and agony to my granny at the time um and to my dad as a teenager through this sort of period um so it, it's one that um i suppose um my my the context that that i've uh, stepped into has been significantly informed by that um 
it's mm-hmm. it's one that I and I'm immensely proud of my uh, my granda and then my dad for the dignity that they've sort of walked out their faith with, um, and mm-hmm. and the unshakable fashion in which they've walked out their faith um, in spite of um, Christians and non-Christians alike being um, being rather despicable to them at times. Um, so it's mm-hmm. it's something that 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 yeah that that's something that that i've i've sort of grown up in the midst of that story um and and, and appreciate yeah. it immensely but i'm also conscious that um in terms of how i interact with the the church at times and also how i interact with mm-hmm. people maybe there's a little bit of holding folks at arm's length and that's part of why family is so important to me uh, because there's there's mm. a there's an undergirding of um yeah, hmm. we we are in this together. We know where we've come from. We know that that yeah. um, that bond, um, uh, and and we've also yeah. experienced some of the pain of this um, at times. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's yeah. There there's always a, a discussion about who influences you more. Is it your your family or your peers? And and sometimes it's a mix of the two. You do have the these foundational um, behaviors that that come from your family yeah. setting, mm. but then you know in your teenage years it tends to be um, you start to cement these unique character traits that come a lot from your peers and the people in your your chosen group. <laughs> you know, you, there's all there's that saying you can't you don't choose your family, but then you choose the the peers around you who do you think there is there was quite an influence from the guys and girls you grew up together with and did you have a core or did you sort of float between different types of i i was a chess club that sort of stuff i i was the i was the floater i i got on with everyone um in general but it was one that um, I, I, I suppose, um, from a practical point of view, I never got the bus to school because we lived on the hill above the school, and the bus didn't go by us. So, you just so we up. we uh, we got dropped in, um, sort of, it's about three miles to the school, and it was a mile and a half to the bus. So it was mm-hmm. six, one and a half a dozen the other, um, a, a little bit uh, mm-hmm. for us. So that was that was the the form. Um, uh, and it was it was one of those ones that I I was uh, sporty. I was on the rugby team, the cricket team, um, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. But I was also mm-hmm. um, part of the scripture union, and, and so I was active in a lot of different things within within school. But yeah. it was it was one of those ones that, um, like I said, I got on with everyone and sort of flit, flitted between yeah. groups um, a bit, um, mm-hmm. and and. And again, that that sort of um, sense of, and, and maybe it was something that I was, in uh, mm. yeah, hooking my, myself into a wee bit. But I just uh, probably didn't get too close to too many people um, in in, the, in those mm-hmm. sort of school years. Uh, certainly, at primary school it yeah. was one that um, it was me and one other fellow went to the same secondary school. Um, and okay. there weren't really many people who went to my primary school went to the same church as me um, and, mm. and that sort of thing so uh, whilst I, I've got folks that I would still touch base with and, and 
um, enjoy catching up with uh, from from those okay. years. I wouldn't say that they would be any of my closest friends. Um, and, yeah. and most of my close friends were established uh, in my early universe, um, university time or subsequently. Mm-hmm. Um, yourselves yeah. being, being two of that number. Um, and, mm-hmm. yep. Um, so no, it, 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 it's it's one that yeah that's sort of that that's sort of the a wee bit of the form there. But no, it, it's one in terms of and what you're saying about the the sort of the influence that family has on me and the influence of peers and, and yeah. that, that aspect of it. Um, it's one that mm. I would be more conscious of how. Um, how the folks around me at school wouldn't have been uh, peers, um, yeah. You know, com- got it. Um, and and by that I just mean that um, I grew up on a farm. I maybe mm-hmm. one other okay. person in my year did. Um, and, okay. And maybe yeah. two. Uh, but it was it was one of those ones. I was just more conscious of the differences, um, and okay. and that's that's something that. You know, I and I enjoyed a lot of a lot of that, but it was it was also one that I didn't know. Um, I didn't know who I was, and that's and and I, I didn't have a, a particular sort of group to help define an identity or anything that way. Um, mm, okay. And yeah, from the the point of view of of. Um, the, the I suppose the the undergirding definition was that that um, I, I was I, I was a Christian. Um, I'd I'd sort of made a decision um, to follow Jesus at a very young age, and it was one that I'd never really turned away from. That it was something that and it was a and as yeah, I look right. back on it, it was it was a very a very clear mm. thing of. Um, a realization whenever I was in early primary school, I think that my parents' faith isn't enough for me, so I need to do something about this, and I need to accept Jesus. Okay. Um, and it was yeah. just—it was a very clear memory that um, that that I have of that, um, and it, it's something mm. that, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I went through a load of different. Um, Sort of phases and and thoughts and frustrations and all of that sort of thing on on from there, but mm-hmm, it's one that mm-hmm. um, there was never really any question on that thereafter. Okay, um, okay. So you didn't have a sort of rebellious, off the rails type of experience. Um, not so not rebellious against uh, my faith or against my parents particularly. Um, okay, uh, okay. It was one that like. Um, uh, like I, I sort of look back on it, and any time I was given um, an instruction uh, as as a teenager or something like that, um, it, it was yeah. with a clear reason. Um, and and any time okay. I was I was uh, punished or disciplined, it was this is why. Uh, so there was always a. There's no sort of particular question mark on any of that um it, it okay. was one that I, I remember vividly um my dad chatting to me whenever i was about 13 or 14 it was way before i would have ever considered drinking um but but he he just mm-hmm. sort of said um you know 
to uh, to just address the issue um, when you're under this roof. I don't want you to drink. Um, it's something that uh, there's been a, a very unfortunate family history, and it was the generation before my granda um, that that um, okay. that there was. Uh, there was um, significant alcoholism um, to the extent that okay. my, my granda's brothers, who weren't believers, didn't drink at all uh, because of what they saw it do to okay. to my dad's granda. Um, so it was it was something that that was the chat um, there, and it was no, I get that, and I and I also saw then friends of mine get get drunk and um, be, um, lose the run of themselves. Um, offend people around them, hurt people around them physically, um, and it was mm-hmm, something I'm mm-hmm. not going to be getting in on this. Um, so, it, but mm-hmm. it, it was one that there, there'd been a, a reason for it given. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and it was one that my, my dad had had never lied to me. And similarly, whenever he disciplined me, it was never with any sense of anger. It was with the sense of, yeah, you did this. This is what happens. Then it's done. Um, and it was something yeah. that more often than not, he was—he had tears in his eyes whenever he was doing it, because he, he had mm. to physically hurt me. Um, but he felt mm-hmm. that that was the appropriate way of doing things. So it was—it was something that there was a, as I look back on it, a real yeah. um, thoughtfulness and an and intentionality in terms of how, um, yeah. how they would have um, dealt with me. So I'm—I'm I'm extremely appreciative for that. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It sounds like uh, to me in your schooling, um, and from my knowledge of you as well, that um, you seemed very comfortable in your own skin in terms of you know moving between groups, friends with most mm-hmm. you know friendly yeah. maybe or or friends in, in most groups. Um, Whereas, I mean, like I, I know for me, it just it, it, as a comparative, I guess, for me, I, I had a few friends in in school, that, but I would not have said that they were necessarily really close friends. It would have been only in the school. Yeah. It wouldn't have really seen outside of school, uh, and so on. And I would have found that a very uncomfortable experience for me, school. I and and I actually think my my discomfort came from my faith because I didn't know how to how to bring oh. the two together. Whereas okay. you seem to have found a way quite 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 young. It was only at the end of school, like secondary okay. school, that I had to find that place of ah, I this is who I am, and a and a piece in that that I was able to hold my faith with integrity and and mm-hmm. uh, and so on. But I didn't. I found attention, but you seem to have managed. It sounds to me like you did, and again, it, that fits with what I feel I know of you. That you were just comfortable in your own skin, but has that always been the case? I, I would, I would very much say no. Um, I would say there, there, <laughs> I, I felt extremely awkward and and unsure of myself uh, as as a teen. Um, I, I, I was at that stage, uh, and and still, still am, um, sort of overweight. Um, and it was it was one that whilst I was involved in sports and played all that I was still uh, mocked for being okay. a fat kid, um, and and it was okay. it was something that 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 was 
Um, I remember a teacher um, once. Uh, I I was I was playing for the school rugby team and the the cricket team, and I was in I, I was in mm-hmm. uh, in uh, the sports hall um, in batting in 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 the nets um, at cricket practice, and it was one that um, mm. my uh, my sister Kat is two years younger than me, um, so it, it would have been third form. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the head of PE comes along and he's he's like, Fergie, is that your younger sister in, in first year, that promising athlete? And I was like, and and I remember vividly pride welling up inside me. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, that's that's my sister Kat. Um, yeah, she she's a mm-hmm. uh, she's a really a quick runner and all this sort of thing. Mm. Um, and and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to you? Uh, and oh. it was it was. Yeah, oh. uh, and I was one looking back on it now. There's an indignance that I was on two school sports teams, and yeah, I've I've a different build to my sister, uh, but yeah. I, I was yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so it it was one of those ones that um knocked. I remember at the time not it knocking the stuffing out of me, um and and not yeah. sort of having the the um the resources to stand up for myself in it, but it of it was. Course. So there, mm. there was a lot of that that was going on, and there was a, a there was a sense yeah. of um, whilst this area of faith is something that I have a confidence in. Um, how, how does that yeah. how does that connect in with the folks around me? How does that? Um, and it was something I was never um, never challenged about my faith in, in a rugby context or anything like that. I, in the okay. there, there were other Christian fellows on the team, so there was a crowd of folks who didn't drink. Yeah, yeah. Get up to all the stuff that that um, would be uh, yeah. would be seen to be somewhat normal through your through your teenage years. So it, it was something that that was yeah. never yeah. never an issue as such. But it was okay. for me there was always that feeling out of place and and a little odd. Um, um, because okay. because I was um, I wasn't doing the same thing as uh, as some folks, and I was I wasn't this fit um, or this athletic individual or, or that sort of thing. Okay. Um, okay. I, or what was perceived to be that, and it's it's one that there was a, yeah. a heap of um, sort of. I, I got I got on with folks, but it was very much at arm's length, and part of that I think was me holding them there. Uh, but also, I, but also okay. part of that mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. you know, I I wasn't I wa- I didn't go to the same church as a lot of the guys there. I didn't have the same interests as the folks I did go to the same church as, um, you know. And and there was, mm-hmm. it was it was it was yeah. just one that I I felt constantly like a fish out of water. But by the same token, I was. Um, good enough at, at sports and played football at lunch with a load of the the cool guys um, in the year, but it was one that I, um, I I I didn't want to go out drinking with them uh, because you know okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah and and then with the, the the guys who were involved in scripture union and that sort of thing they would have gone to a Baptist okay. church and the Baptists didn't like the charismatics and. But 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 I got okay. on with them and and sort of was able to function in that yeah. context. So it was one, um, it, yeah. I felt very much out of out of place constantly. But the 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 aspect of okay. my faith mm-hmm. was this is mine, and and I own it. Yeah. I, 
and, and it was and yeah. that was always the case and it was always a vibrant yeah. thing um in me yeah um, but yeah um yeah so it, yeah yeah school was school was weird for me um yeah well can i say um i mean, I'm, I'm sure you don't need any to but on, on behalf of you um uh, that teacher was a jerk <laughs> Anyway, yeah. there we go. I just, yeah, <laughs> I think it's it's important to call that out. I mean, like, that's just ridiculous, regardless of the oh, fact yeah. that it was a, a fair a fair long time oh, yeah. ago. But, um, but it's you know that's yeah. just yeah, it it shouldn't it shouldn't have been acceptable then. No, but it's it's one it's one of those things that yeah um, yeah I I I just I, I just wanted to state that I wasn't yeah. trying to tease out that. Any further? Per no, se. <laughs> um, but it's it's Just, one, it's one of those ones yeah. that um, yeah I, I'm I'm sort of um, I look on and uh, my sister Kat and my brother Mike um, have are really exceptional or uh, sports people uh, and and it's yeah. it's one of those ones uh, that I'm immensely proud of them um, mm. but it's it's also something yeah. there's a little yeah. bit of. I'd love, I'd love a wee bit more of that natural ability, but also I, I also sort of see that they've been extremely determined and worked very hard to, to sort yeah. of um, excel in those areas. So, but yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also see a, a bit of a lack of that in me at times. Um, but okay. that's that's by the by. Um, mm. But mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Another another area yeah. I'm curious about is music. Yeah. And uh, um, you you love to sing. You're a great singer. You, you love the you love music. Was that something that also came through your your family, or is that a, an interest you discovered and developed on your own or just well, it, it's one um until my probably late 20s i was entirely oblivious to the fact that i i was a good singer i enjoyed music and and really? and but yeah I but my, my family um like mum mum would have been a, a good singer in her in her day um that's mm-hmm. yeah uh, she <laughs> Uh, it, but my, yeah. they wouldn't. Mum and Dad wouldn't really have. Um, yeah, they they really weren't into music in any great sense. We we would um, like as yeah. kids. I had no sort of popular uh, musical context to work in. I think uh, Mum had. Okay. Mum and Dad had maybe three or four um, LPs uh, that we that were on. Mm. Like literally, this was all they had. Um, I, it was there was a, a best of Cliff Richard. Um, there, okay. There, there was because he was a Christian and that was acceptable. Um, um, yeah. And then, <laughs> then, they, then they had a, a Christmas time. It was before that. Mm, it was before that. Yeah. Um, but no, it was. <laughs> Why should the devil have all the good music? That one. Was that Cliff? He did a cover of it. Okay. Yeah, he did a cover of it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it's one that anyway, my mom was dead <laughs> in the cliff. As as many women of a certain generation were. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. It, and and then there was a there was a Disney double double LP yeah. that they had, 
um, yeah. of like up to the seventies, <laughs> and then the other one, the other one okay. was um, w- was uh, the Northern Ireland uh, World Cup song from nineteen eighty six. Those were literally the, the three, the three LPs. Um, so that that right. was that was the entirety of my parents' sort of non-Christian music library. Um, and oh, wow. yeah, so that's all we had to work with for a long while. Um, and <laughs> okay. through my pains, I sort of started to figure out, oh, I like this stuff, I like this stuff, and find that I had a slightly mm-hmm. um, maybe odd, um, eh, eclectic um, yeah. sort of um, appreciation of music. Uh, okay. So it was it was one of those okay. ones you're sort of building building up. But I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't grow up listening to Nina Simone, which I would have loved, um, or or that sort yeah. of thing. So uh, a lot of my musical knowledge, I, I would have chatted with. Uh, there's one of my one of my good mates is um, is had been a manager in HMV for a long long time. So his he had this vast okay. mu- musical knowledge, and and he would have appreciated my taste. So I would have given him recommendations at times, and I would have uh, picked up ones from him. Okay, and and then we started talking about music, yeah. and I was like, "Dude, I got to explain. There are gaping holes to my musical knowledge that that I will have no context mm-hmm. for." So that that's that's sort of the ongoing experience, and I like trying to fill in those holes at times. Um, and doing a wee, yeah. wee bit of exploring about, um, yeah, okay. uh, bits and pieces. But I, I, yeah, and singing was something that never really came came around. I just sang in church and in worship and and that sort of thing. And occasionally mm-hmm. along to okay. um, to a Radiohead album or um, to uh, I Love Pearl Jam and and that sort of thing. But didn't have any concept of me being mm-hmm. a singer um, up until. Uh, okay. Up until probably Marie had, uh, I I was I think I was doing. Um, this is Mar- yeah. Marie um, so I I yeah. was doing visuals mm. at, at CFC um, when I might have been twenty five or something like that, and um, mm-hmm. and Marie and Linus were sitting were sitting just directly in front of me, and I was belting it out um, in worship, and. Uh, and then at the end, Marie's like, "I'm doing a choir here for Christmas. You're in it," um, and and it was <laughs> so. And I think oh. that was that was the choir that we uh, we first sang in, Phil. Um, yeah. So that yeah. that was yeah. that was literally I'd no. Was that okay? Well, I never knew. Yes. Yeah, so that, that was that was the start of things, and then yeah, that was your discovery and within a year. I think we were in BCGC, and and I I was singing we Happy were. Day yeah. constantly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, pretty well, pretty well. You're very kind. Um, but no, so yeah. that that was yeah, that was the um, there'd been no sort of thought or, or anything like that. I was just like, I vaguely sound like the person I'm trying to sing like, um, and <laughs> it was it was one, but it was me listening to it. So and and my fam- my family mm-hmm. just gave off to me because it was loud. <laughs> So I was like, "Shut up, Johnny!" <laughs> um, so that that was the, that was what I got at home, um, and <laughs> no, the couple of times I would have done karaoke before that, folks were like, "Oh, you're better than I thought you were." Um, 
but uh, but yeah, no, that was that was the first time that there was any. Oh right, I can actually do this. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah. yeah, crack on from there. And yeah, so that that's mm-hmm. sort of the musical side of things. I I enjoy exploring uh, music and trying to figure my way around. Um, yeah, so this guy was influenced by this guy, so maybe I should listen to them as well because I've loved this. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of yeah. it's gold, and some of it's all right, and some of it's now nah, you're all right. Um, and <laughs> I so that that's sort of the the musical exploration bit of it. Um, but yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. a very I was very late to the party on on all that sort of thing. Um, so I. It's one that mum and dad, whilst fantastic, um, are immensely practical, um, and there wouldn't really be there wouldn't really be any consideration for um, for like sporting endeavor or uh, musical stuff. I mean, they're immensely proud. They're immensely proud okay. of us as their kids being involved in all that stuff and. And you guys know my, yeah, mm-hmm. my wee sister Joe is an incredible singer as well, and and, bo- and both Kat mm. and Vicky are yeah. both very musical, good singers, and have led mm. worship in in church okay. and all that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, and, yeah, and that. But like for me, um, growing th- growing up, um, like there was no consideration of that. Mum and Dad were were immensely proud of us for the the kids that we were. Um, and and that it was about what our character was rather than what our gifting was, um, the whole way along. Yeah. Uh, and it's one like even um, okay. sort of talking about the the sort of charismatic versus uh, cessationist theological thing. It was like uh, my, my dad's thing was always mm-hmm. uh, don't talk about it so much, show it, uh, let your light so shine. Mm. Um, uh, and I, yeah, and it's it's like one it. that and don't get it you know it's not about arguing your case all the time know what you believe know why it mm-hmm. uh, why you believe it but that's not what's going to win an argument it's let your light so shine um, um, yeah so I, yeah. and I love that context um, I, and it's it's one that with all the stuff that I do I'm very conscious that gifting mm-hmm. is so far back down the line from character and mm. um and yeah. the ability to to sort of effectively dignify people around you and um yeah, yeah so that that's that sort of uh, and and um sort of let them enjoy the experience of of what this is it's it's not about yeah. doing a good service it's about um, it's a, or putting on a good performance. It's about um, mm. have we enjoyed ourselves doing this? Have we been able to um, to feel better about who we are um, about the yeah. other end of it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like it's a, it's just a, it, there's a lot of common sense in it. You know, even though obviously. Like the common sense yeah. is one thing; it's not always practiced. Yeah. But there's so much common sense because gifts and talents and abilities yeah. can they come and go? Uh, they can be taken yeah. away, but character yeah. um, is is something which is much more solid and secure. Do you know? Yeah. There's a there's a couple of there's two things that I kind of want to I, I, I would like to delve into. Um, I'm just 
I want the conversation to continue. And also, yeah, we're we're uh, marching on. Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're marching on. Yeah. So can you uh, try, I suppose, uh, as quickly as you can, <laughs> um, the family yeah. business? You're in the family yeah. business now. You know, Ferg, Ferg Farm was how I knew your house referred to from mm-hmm. you know, the first time that I had a call yeah. around. I call around the Ferg Farm. Get um, but was that always the journey? Uh, was it, were you? Did you feel that a, here's here's a wee bit of predestined? <laughs> you know, yeah. you were always going to take on uh, that role. You were always going to go in and work alongside your dad. And now, as as time has progressed succeed well coming to that point point where you'll succeed your dad as the the, the main man um in the business uh, that's why i maybe I, you can know that, that that's misunderstood or or was there other interests or other possibilities of um well it's it's one looking back on it um certainly as a teenager i had no particular desire to go into the business um and okay. uh, and sort of going through um left school and and i'd always been reasonably smart even uh, in in my year at, at sullivan um mathematically minded all that sort of thing um but it was okay. one um i'd never really worked terribly hard to in in a re- revision sort of sense <laughs> this will not shock you about me um mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I know this is your moment, but whenever I got my A-level results, uh, we had to drive to Methody to yeah. pick up the results, and then and Methody is quite a driveway, so we had to drive up into Methody and, and go get the results, and they were pushed yeah. up on the wall, mm-hmm. and I, from A-levels, I got two Bs and a C, and as we were well. in the car driving out the driveway of Methody, I said, turned to mum and said, I suppose I know now if I'd studied it could have <laughs> I tell you, I I was lucky. I got I got I got yeah. brought home. I'm like, she ne- I was nearly left <laughs> on the streets. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I, sorry, sorry. Just it, your your comment just made me think. Yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah. remarkably familiar. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, I yeah. for for me, it was one that um, yeah, I I left school. I didn't get the A level grades that I probably should have done. Um, because I didn't know what it was to study particularly at that stage. Um, I'd sort of skated by mm, on mm-hmm. natural ability largely up to that and about like my GCSEs I revised the night before most of them um, and yeah did rightly um, but it was it was one that at A levels it sort of um, bit me in the ass a wee bit and, um, <laughs> and I ended up I think it was was it two B's and a D um, and the D uh, was what was it? Uh, no, hmm. two Bs and a C, and it yeah. <laughs> and, but it, it was it was one that um, it's that long ago now. Um, but it was it was one that I had uh, what was going through my head. I never had any notion of doing doing a particularly high-powered career. I wasn't driven to get the highest marks I could. The only, the only thing that sort of... I like getting better scores than the couple of other guys in my class and making sure they, they knew I was smarter okay. than them. Um, and that, that was that was about the height of my uh, academic ambition at that point. Um, so yeah. I... 
Uh, and I really, at that stage, really enjoyed physics and decided I was going to go to uni, do physics, and um, and then at the end of it, I was going to go and be a teacher. Um, and uh, and it okay. was one that I, I got some something of a comeuppance at year one studying physics at Queen's um, in that, mm-hmm. again, didn't know how to study and had skated by on, on my wits to a good extent. Um, and failed mm-hmm. that miserably, um, and uh, then uh, resat a lot of the stuff, passed most of them, but not quite all of them, um, and had done some physics mm-hmm. modules as well. Um, and and after two years of uni, um, that I'd really enjoyed and been very involved in the Christian Union, and um, lived mm-hmm. out with with good. Uh, with uh, good friends um, at at uni, um, and been yeah done, been involved in different sort of outreach stuff around Queens. Uh, that that was what I'd spent mm. my efforts on rather than studying because I didn't know how or, uh, <laughs> and it, it was, yeah. yeah. So it was it was, it was one that I ended up uh, dropping out of uni, um, and I didn't really? finish my degree, and at that point. There was just, uh, and probably stuck with me for a few years, just an overwhelming sense of um, of shame and embarrassment, and 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 it's one that my family, I was sort of conscious that mum and dad worked exceptionally hard to to sort of put five of us through school and and all of this, and I had I had mm. cost them money that um, that. Okay. Um, yeah, didn't uh, didn't do anything, and they never said that to me once. Yeah, but yeah. but I felt an overwhelming mm. sense of embarrassment and shame. And Dad said at the time, you know, you can come into the business. We'll uh, we'll figure this out and work through, and you'll pay your way and all that sort of thing. But it's it's one that, mm. um, and and in that process, I, I, I'd. I'd been involved in doing things because I was sort of technically minded uh, and fixed computers from when I was about yeah. 12 or 13 at home um, for customers uh, mm-hmm. of dad's. But it was it was something that I then sort of got involved in it and found myself to be fairly resourceful and enjoy fixing things. Um, and, and that sort of mm-hmm. more uh, responsive aspect uh, worked for me rather than being proactive um and studying mm. and uh preparing for things it was okay we've got a problem how can we fix it and that was so i i ended up over a few years learning i enjoy this and um and okay. worked part-time f- uh, in the bank for a number of years while we built up the income streams in the business to make it work for me um but but okay. there was also a sense in which I had this shame about dropping out, and and so many of my peers had gone on and really succeeded, um, and was okay. my perception of it anyway, uh, and and it progressed well. So it was one that um, I sort of walked my way through that and out of that shame through my twenties as we developed the business and and saw it start to succeed. Um, but it's mm, it's yeah. one that. Um, yeah, and and in the midst of that, walked myself into and out of a bit of debt, and um, and yeah, just just okay, was sort of figuring out, um, yeah, 
um, who I was in the midst of it all. Um, so that yeah. that was sort of yeah. I I, I don't know what yeah. much else to say about that. It it was one I I look back on my university years with a a sense of real um, appreciation of the time, but also uh, with the benefit of hindsight, um, it would have been. I I should have taken a year out. Um, I should have worked, um, and I should have done something much more practical, um, as a degree, uh, something in an engineering field. But but basically, I'm working okay. in that sort of arena now. Um, so it's it's okay. something that yeah. I've no um, I've no major regrets as I look at it now. It was one that yeah. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, there was a load of shame at the time, and I like the uh, the bit of autonomy that uh, self employment gives me, um, and I and I and I like oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. the aspect of the way it engages my faith in the sense that when we were talking, I think before we came on air about I I. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an ongoing engagement of my faith that God is my provider. He's my source. He's the one that that I'm reliant on. Um, and mm. yeah. yeah, and I suppose the the other thing yeah. that that we probably should touch on uh, because it's the um, yeah, it's what I always get accused of talking about too much um, is as uh, at the end of my twenties, um, having known you guys for a few years, um, I had a bit of a health. Um, snafu. Um, oh. <laughs> snafu. Snafu. That's one. That's what we're going. Snafu. Um, okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, and and it's it's one that you guys were around for a bit of the story of it, but um, it's something that mm-hmm. uh, whenever I was twenty nine, um, uh, I had. Mm. Um, and and we, I, I've sort of alluded to my heft um, at a couple of points along here, but it was it was one that <laughs> you're really you're really accessing your inner uh, sort of Mary Poppins part, yeah, part yeah. character um, for snuffing. I know, heft. I know. Let, let us talk <laughs> euphemistically because the the real words are more more emotive um, for me. Um, yeah. So no, it, it was it was one that. Um, I, and at that stage, I I had never been fitter or stronger. I was uh, my I'd alluded to the fact my brother's a bit of an athlete. He he's played um, mm. All Ireland League rugby for about twelve years, um, yeah. and uh, okay. he was an Ireland schoolboy rugby player and cricketer and um, just one of these mm. fantastically annoyingly talented types who's also um, <laughs> very very easy to get on with and affable. Um, what what are those people that you hope is has a really arrogant attitude so you can dislike them? But but yeah, um, <laughs> but and then they annoy you more. Exactly, really nice. exactly. And there there's one yeah. Um, there there was one in my year in school as well. Uh, but no, my my uh, so I, I'd been training quite a bit with my brother um, over over the course of about probably nine months running up to this point, and and we'd been starting yeah. to get a bit of momentum in the business and and. Things were going really nicely, uh, and it got it got to yeah. Um, yeah. to early August um, of my twenty ninth year, um, and uh, it was uh, <laughs> uh, the year you were Irish. Absolutely, um, no, um, I don't know where that came from, <laughs> but but um, 
<laughs> That's what it was. No, no we're, we're, we're not to get into accidents anymore. Uh, but but uh, no, I'd gotten um, I gotten what what I thought was uh, a persistent flu, which was odd because it was the middle of summer. Um, but um, I'd been under the weather for about a week, and I hadn't been to the doctors because I hadn't mm-hmm. really been sick in probably mm-hmm. probably ten years at this point, um, and. Or my perception was that I hadn't been sick. I was sort of the, we'll just keep going because I can. Um, and uh, I ended up, I went into the, the doctors and they're like, yes, you've got some sort of infection. Uh, but you also have two murmurs on your heart and you're going straight to, uh, you're going straight to casualty. They will admit you. They will do ver- various tests and blah, blah, blah. So they did all that. Um, and it mm. was one that... Um, so I was in hospital at that stage for about a week while they tried to figure out uh, what this um, what this thing was um, because I had uh, it turned out I had a strep infection on my heart um, and uh, so that was the first oh, okay. bit of the the, the um, unfortunate events um, and then I went home yeah. from hospital. Uh, with an- antibiotics, uh, go take these, and um, in six months or something like that, we will uh, look to schedule operating on you to to sort out whatever's going on in your heart, probably a couple of holes in the heart. Um, so um, mm-hmm. I went home, took the antibiotics, and then um, in the following uh, three weeks, um, I put on uh, probably two and a half stone worth of, well, um, as we, as I know now, it was fluid pouring off my heart, um, I, I, to the extent mm. that my legs were very swollen, my stomach was extremely distended and just firm, um, and it's it's one that, yeah, um, yeah and and I was like, oh, should I not be getting better from this infection by now? Um, and, but yeah. uh, one a good friend was getting married and had asked me to sing at the wedding, um, I, and it was <laughs> one I'll do this and then I'll go to the doctors the following morning, um, and um, so I did that, um, sang "Oh Happy Day" at, at uh, Michelle and David's wedding, and uh, and then mm. and. Mm. It was one of those, uh, I can't really stick around for, I'm feeling ropey as all get out here. I'm, I, I, I'll go mm. home and then went to the doctors the following morning and was trying to convince him, um, you know, this isn't right. I, I feel worse. I've been on these. And he was like, you just need to lose weight. And I, and all this sort of thing. And I was like, no, this is serious. And then I said, because he wasn't, mm. he didn't know me. Um, he didn't know what was different or he didn't have a point of reference. And, and it, it was yeah, something yeah, that yeah. then I said, look, like even my feet are all swollen up um, and I can't wear normal shoes. I have to wear slip-ons um, over, over the last week. And he was like, mm-hmm. right, okay, uh, let's see. And saw my ankles swollen up and my, my calves and that. And he was like, you're going straight to hospital. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so that, mm. was, that was that. And then... Um, yeah. So they sorted out the the um, they they got the fluid sorted out with diuretics and all this sort of thing, and the way that extra two and a half stone was off um, within 
uh, within about three or four days. So that was that 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 felt much better. Wow. Um, but but I was on <laughs> I was on diuretics constantly, and they were doing different tests. Couldn't figure out what was going on with me. Uh, why mm. this thing that had been um, apparently uh, congenital had now gone pear shaped, mm. and then. Um, yeah, why am I going into all the, the depths of the diagno- diagnostic stuff? Um, <laughs> yeah, we're just letting you go. For um, it but there. but it's yeah. it's one that um, we'll try and we'll try and move us on. Um, but, but it was it was one that that I was showing other random symptoms like a collapse in pulse and uh, the two the two murmurs, all this okay. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, every student doctor in the Ulster Hospital came by to to say hi and do a couple of tests um, over over the next <laughs> month and a half uh, while they were trying to figure out what was going on. I ended up going up to the Royal uh, surgeon who came along and he was like, I'm, I'm fairly confident that. Um, that you've had an aneurysm um, on uh, on your heart, and that has ruptured, and that's why things have been exacerbated over the last while. Um, oh, and yeah. uh, and it was one that uh, so we need to do surgery. I don't know how long it's going to take, but at least five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow. uh, it's it's one that we may have to replace a valve. We may have to do this that, and the other. Um, and it was hmm. definitely not going to be hmm. one of those nice surgeries that that is done uh, through a keyhole. Uh, it was going to be one of those big ones that cuts your chest open. Um, so, um, yeah. so that was that. It was going to take at least five hours. It could there could be all these complications, um, but it was something that, in the midst of all of that, I I wasn't stressed um and i just had a piece and mm-hmm. yeah and it was something that yeah. one of the things um before all this had happened we had the most from a business point of view had a very bizarre happening uh we had been booked to do a job uh by a customer and the customer paid us up front uh for the job which was at that stage and still to this day uh was rather unheard of um, uh, and it yeah. was one for me that happening, and it was it was a fairly significant amount of money um, that we were paid ahead of this whole um, issue arising. Um, to me, that was mm-hmm. just uh, uh, God giving me a, a wee nod. I've got this. You know, I, I knew this was coming. Yeah. Um, I knew you weren't going to be able to be doing much for uh, several months. So um, I, I yeah. just as a wee sign there's money in the bank um and it was one that for me that that gave me a confidence god's seen this whole thing knows the story um and and he's with me in this um and it was something that i had a i had a piece going through all that situation that um i Mm -hmm. yeah um was pretty epic um and it's it's one that um, in and around that whole situation, and this has come out after the fact. So I uh, had the surgery, open heart surgery, to resolve the issue. Uh, there were no valves that needed to be replaced. Mm. Uh, two patches were put on, and the surgery was over in three hours. Um, and it was uh, it was one that I was then meant to be recovering for two weeks, and I was out in five days, um, having uh, having just mm-hmm. bounced back, um, and and to me that's a bit mm-hmm. of favour from heaven, um, but it's also yeah. um, 
Yeah, and it was something that in the midst of all of that period, um, a load of things around the family, just wee bits of where God was kind and, and gracious to us. Um, uh, my brother had just qualified as a teacher at that stage, um, and he was working as a substitute teacher, or uh, he had a placement as a substitute teacher that whole first term. Um, but it was one... It, it, it was in Banbridge, so he was whenever he was driving back through, he could dip into the hospital, see me, catch up and see what the story was. Um, and then out the other end of it, um, whenever the business was recovering, uh, or I was recovering and we were starting to get back into, into a bit of work, um, I wasn't able to do mm-hmm. physically too much. Um, but And my dad yeah. I was getting on anyway at that stage. It's one that um, my brother, if we needed something physical done in the business, my brother uh, didn't have subbing that day. And every other day, um, oh. he had subbing um, w- without fear. <laughs> um, and financially, that yeah. year, he did better than if he'd been working full time. Um, and it, it was yeah. it was just that wee bit of, uh, yeah. from my perspective anyway, that bit of grace. Um, it was something that, that my dad was given a prophetic word about a month before I got sick, um, uh, that there's a health storm coming to your family and its purpose is death, but its power has been broken. And wow. and so I um, I then get sick a month, <laughs> a month in the night. My dad being the man he is, I didn't hear this uh, until about three months after I was out of surgery. Um so it was it was one that other people had heard in different contexts, but it had never got my distance. Um, so that 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 was amazing, um, and frustrating. But yeah, and then yeah. uh, Joe, my youngest sister, uh, was in her final year um, that year that I was sick, and then later on in the year there were other aspects mm-hmm. to the health storm that flared up with my dad as well, um, and uh, and mm-hmm. that and uh, f- she ended up. Uh, with all that stress going around the place, she ended up with a first in her in her business degree, and she ended up <laughs> top of the year. Um, and and her comment wow. was that was Jesus all the way because I I couldn't have. Yeah. Um, and it, it yeah. it's one yeah. that's all those bits of kindness that that God showed in the midst of it. It was one that, and for me, um, my dad's always used the term, uh, you know. Uh, that in in our walk we've to prove God um, at times for ourselves and and for me and I think for yeah. for a number of us in, in our family that period of time was some was a time whenever um, we proved God as as being ours um, not just a family thing but mm. in in an individual sense and it was connected together but. He was yeah. immensely real and immensely close, um, and and all of that. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, I I had said a while back yeah. that I had two areas. No, uh, you you covered two areas, but the second area that I had in mind wasn't yeah the the health stuff. Um, but actually, to be fair, the other area was going to be simply to say. Uh, well, actually, you were going to be cheeky and say, "So, are you a Christian?" Um, <laughs> uh, but actually, for me, that was the launch into, uh, look, uh, uh, what does that mean 
for you, what does that mean to you? But I don't think I need to ask that question. Uh, because I think in these last two, yeah. like with the, the, the conversation about uh, how how your journey to work happened and and then also the conversation about your journey through this uh, health scare, um, is it, it answers that question massively anyway. So I think yeah. the anecdotal um, answers uh, are probably far better than trying to put a, a sound bite to it. Phil, have you anything else you want to uh, ask before we wind it up? No, no, it's great. A whole set of new insights to Johnny Ferg came out of that. Things I didn't know. Yeah, ditto, ditto. Yeah, I'm also quite taken by how similar uh, all three of our stories actually sound that there's resonant notes on all three of them yeah uh, which is re- yeah. really interesting um, and so that's cool um so yeah here that winds us up let's say uh, we know everything there is to know about yeah johnny ferg now yeah <laughs> most of it <laughs> well it's this is johnny ferg <laughs> um no it's been good um man we will catch up again i think we're going to have a a, a conversation about yeah. reality next time um yeah looking forward yeah, to that yeah that'll be, that'll be